Hi, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Midlife at the Mailbox. I'm Amy Alexander, and sitting 2,000 miles away from me is Denise Rabat. Over six years ago, during a chance meeting at our neighborhood mailbox, two strangers met and a new friendship blossomed into something bigger. Although we no longer share mailbox, and while we may have many miles between us, we're closer than ever in real life. This chance meeting at our neighborhood mailbox inspired a friendship, business relationship, and now a podcast. All right. Well, thank you all for joining us for episode four. We're very excited about episode four. Uh, We're calling it our dangling carrot episode. And what's funny is Denise and I actually really thought that like we were the sole like inventors of this, like coining this phrase, but um, then Denise Googled and we realized (laughs) (laughs) that we realized the other people before us that, you know, clearly were much smarter than us had already uh, come up with that phrase. We'll talk a little bit about what we mean with that, and um, we're going to kind of kick off our show today with our midlife moment. So, Denise, do you want to tell us uh, what your midlife moment was this past couple weeks? Yes. Yeah, so, recently, hey, everybody. Um, recently, I was on Instagram and TikTok, and I saw this funny video it was last week, and I, me and Amy were actually discussing this podcast, right? We were brainstorming, trying to figure out our topics, and... And I see this 10 minutes before that, I had seen a TikTok video where there was a guy and he was, you know, it was, it said, the the caption said, you know, parents in the 90s, right? When you get a call from the school nurse and they're like, well, did you take his temperature? You know, did you give him Robitussin? Uh, You know, is he, is he like (laughs) able to like breathe? And, you know, the answers were no, no, no. Okay, well, I think he can stay at school, you know, click, you know, and then it's a parent in, you know, today and it said, oh, wait, it was a half cough and at one sniffle, I'll be right there, right? And, and the, <laughs> irony, the irony was that in this COVID era, um, that's so true. And as we were on the phone, Amy and I, I got a call from our school nurse uh, for my daughter and in all the six years she's been in real school, like, you know, not preschool, but real school, I don't think I've ever gotten a call from the school nurse, but I got a call from our nice school nurse, and she said, Ella's here in the office, she's got a headache, and she doesn't feel well, and she needs to go home, and I was like, oh my gosh, so I turned my whole day upside down, I had these grand plans of, like, planning out today's podcast, but life had a different plan for me, so I think that was a true midlife moment, because in the 90s, yes, if you didn't have a temperature, if you weren't dying, you know, you, you, you were staying in school. school, you were staying at school, like, you weren't even staying home, you were going to school. Yeah, but now a half cough, or, you know, Ella did truly legitimately have a headache, and she did have a cold <laughs> this week, and, and uh, it wasn't COVID, but it was something, and it was, you know, it stuck around until yesterday, so here we are. <laughs> I mean, and that's, like, what's, I feel like everybody, we're, like, all picking up stuff, if you can hear my voice, it's a little bit raspy. It's not super sexy, so I apologize. But I have been this. I guess we'll just talk about my midlife moment. Is that my family a few weeks ago? Uh, my son had COVID. Then you know my husband got a little cold, and I came out unscathed. But you know, last week there was a little bug in me. Today there's a little bug in me, and I just I. I don't know. So actually today I went to this place called Restore. They are like a franchise. We are no way affiliated with them. 
but I had heard some people talking about they do like IV infusions. And so I went and I decided I'm just going to get this like cocktail of fluids in my body, you know, vitamin C, you know, all these like wellness things and some B vitamin B12. I don't know. I'm not like any, you know, so we'll see if tomorrow I feel a little bit better, but I definitely, you know, just we, we as moms, right. True midlife. Like we have to keep going. We can't really like stop the, the, we got to get our kids from point A to point B. So hopefully this is just like a little upper respiratory thing and goes away pretty quick. But um, I think, yeah, and I think that's actually a nice, you know, parlay into, you know, what we're going to be talking about next, too, is, um, you know, keeping this purposeful, right, and keeping your day purposeful. I mean, you know, Amy could have easily, you know, she's you know, not feeling 100%. She could have easily said, hey, you know, today's not the day for the podcast, but here she is. And In all my done. sexy, raspy voice, <laughs> you, you listeners are, you are the, you are, you are, you are getting me. And that's, you know, I think that our big thing, right, is that we're coming to you totally authentic, right? So we do have notes, we do have not like a script, but we do have things that we've, you know, put out so that we can take this from point A to point B. But at the end of the day, like you are hearing authentic conversation between the two of us, um, you know, and it definitely flows into our conversation because I feel like these past few weeks, I feel like my life is like a Ferris wheel. Where, you know, you board the pod, the pod moves slowly, it stops, people get on, people get off, the pod moves again, it goes again, on and off, on and off, until every all the pods are refreshed, and then you're in this cycle, right? You're going, you're going, you're going, you're going, you're going, and then it's time for you to get out of your pod. And it, like, stalls again, and I feel like that becomes where my life is right now, where, and it just like has these like ebbs and flows where I'm on this Ferris wheel and everything is going great. And I'm able to get to the gym and I'm able to ride my Peloton and I'm able to go for walks and I'm able to get all my work done and I'm able to make it through the day. And I'm not feeling just this like weight of like, how can I get everything accomplished? And then it stops. Someone gets sick. We go out of town we're crazy busy from like a sport. Thank goodness hockey is done till next fall. No more games. We're done. So I feel like, you know, we could just kind of take a breather on the weekends and now play a little golf. But I just feel like the this like my life mm-hmm. is like this like Ferris wheel. Denise, you you felt like it wasn't totally the same, right? Like you had a different analogy, which we'll chat about. Um, but I think I use this analogy because I currently and feel as like, as I said, I live, I feel like I'm living in the Ferris wheel where days can go by. I'm, I'm enjoying the views. Everything is great. Hunky dory. And then everything stops and my focus breaks. And I wanted to mention a book that was introduced to me a few years ago. Um, but it's by Franklin Covey. And he, he describes this feeling that I have, you know, that I, that I, the way that I feel is like this whirlwind, right? It describes like the day-to-day activities that can suck up your attention and make it difficult to focus or make progress on like your strategic priorities. So like in a business, right? What are your strategic priorities? And so I just kind of wanted to say like, Hey, you know, if you're in your car or you're on a walk or, you know, raise your hand, like, does this describe you? Like, do you feel like 
your life is kind of getting sucked up in this whirlwind. Um, you know, Denise, how, do you feel like this Ferris wheel? Do you feel like something else? Am I the only one that feels this way? <laughs> oh, you're definitely not the only one that feels this way, right? And I mean, you know, just so everyone out there in the, you know, virtual world knows, um, this topic, like this talking about this dangling carrot or, you know, finding purpose in our days. Um, it's how kind of we built this podcast. And this was an initial, we were walking around the neighborhood back in November. Oh, I was walking and she was walking. We were walking. Uh, on the know, phone. Yeah, on the phone. Miles talking away. To, talking to each other. And, and we were like, yeah, how do you find that motivation, right? How do you find purpose in your days, right? Because sometimes the days I often feel are not, are not my own, from my own planning, right? Or lack thereof of planning, right? Um you know, ever since I stopped working full time in a in a corporate job, you know, I've I you know, there's spontaneity in my schedule and flexibility, which I love, but I lost kind of that the rigor that comes with having a full time job, especially a corporate job, right? And so now what? Right? No Definitely. one's looking for me. No one's looking for me, except my husband and my kids and you know, maybe my parents sometimes and you know, whoever else. But um, but I'm a high achiever and I like to, I still, you know, with setting goals and, and wanting to accomplish things in my life. Um, but it's not so easy when you don't have, you know, this financial dangling carrot after you, right? You don't have this job or, you know, set meetings or, and so, yes, I've definitely struggled with that. My analogy to that is kind of, I feel like those, you know, those um, guys on the corners, sometimes they're, they're dressed up in these yeah. costumes and the, the arms are flailing, right? And they're those like, air guys. <laughs> yeah, they're, trying to, they're trying to get your attention, right? And I feel like everyone's trying to get my attention. Like I'm, I'm flailing, but I'm trying to get their attention too. And so um, that's often how I feel. Like, and if that's I That's a really good analogy. Yeah. And if I don't have, if I don't plan out my day well enough or it doesn't happen to go well serendipitously, like I want it to, I often feel at the end of the day when I sat down to watch my Real Housewives of wherever, that I was like, gosh, what did I do today? What did I do? Um, what did I accomplish? And, you know, sometimes I, I beat myself up on the inside thinking about like, well, I could have written it down or I could have done this. And so I could have done it better. But, you know, the day's done. But um, but you're not alone. And, you know, probably somebody a little bit older than us would probably say, sicknesses and you know all these different things like vacations or like you know child coming home early from school these are all just part of life but I think that it's a different type of, of life for us right than maybe we were used to in a corporate setting or or you know when we were not married or not didn't have children right before right so. right and you know both of us as as fellow Aquarians we are not very like process <laughs> and system oriented so we both work to try to put some semblance of that in our lives. And we know right from our kids that they work better on a schedule. But if something is amiss, right, if your arms are flailing or I'm on this Ferris wheel ride, you know, that also affects them because, you know, then we're not at our best, you know, to combat what, what you know, what they need to do, I guess, is what I'm what I'm thinking um the the day-to-day in terms of like that finding the purpose and you know I think that it's a very large right it's like a big cloud above us and not like a dark stormy cloud but just just it's just this big piece and I 
I, I sometimes think, as you were saying, that if we don't have these, like, we don't have the, we don't have the full-time job where I need to sit down at my computer. I've worked from home for six years. If I don't sit down at my computer at nine or 10 a.m., like somebody's going to be looking for me, right? We don't have that. Our clients are not like banging on the door demanding for, you know, their social media to be posted at once or an answer to a question at this time. We have built this ability to be flexible so that we can take care of those non-negotiable things in our life um, that allow us to feel like when we turn on the TV or we start to play Wordle at the end of the day or or silly games on our phones. That's like how we tend to unwind. You know, that's how, when we get to that part of the day, that's what's bringing us that we feel like we succeeded in that day. And some days it's as easy as like, Oh my gosh, I have to get to the grocery store, you know? And it's as simple as like, that's my ultimate goal. If I get nothing else done, my refrigerator is empty. And in order for me to continue on my healthy eating, I have to get to the grocery store because I need some lettuce, right? Um, what are three of your what are three of your daily goals, Denise? What do you think if you accomplished these items throughout your day, what would make you feel like you had a purposeful day once you turn on housewives? <laughs> Always leads back to the housewives. I guess. <laughs> uh, some of the things I look for, I try to do is my non-negotiables in the morning. And this concept, if you haven't heard of it, guys, non-negotiables, it, it was kind of, I, I came upon it in fitness. I do a couple of different like beach body programs. I love the beach body, like just the structure of them. And I've been doing them for a couple of years and I, I just found it works for me. Uh, and there's a coach that I follow. Hey, Callie Calabrese. And she's my, uh, my coach that I'm a part of. And she talks about non-negotiables, doing those in the morning, right? That's what I'd like to do. So some of those non-negotiables for me are like movement, um, some sort of exercise or stretching um, in the morning, like before 10 or 11. And once I drop my kids off at school, um, that's one thing. Um, you know, I, I love thing. to work. Yeah, I'd love to work on more non-negotiables for me. Like, um, I haven't been so good at it, but I was for a while, but just even doing some deep breathing or meditating in the morning, it just kind of level sets um, me for the day, you know, maybe even ruminating some mantras. I know that might sound a little bit touchy feely for people. But <laughs> you know what? I, I was with a woman today and I've been hearing more and more about meditation. So it might be something for us to explore in a later, later episode, but a lot of people are, 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 utilizing that like yourself to find kind of purpose and drive to their days, their lives, like, and, and kind of vision. It's almost like I would say like what, like a vision board for what your hope is. Is that what you would say? Like you're searching for when you meditate or are you just being, I think of like, um, <laughs> it can be. I just use the Calm app. I mean, you know, Calm is an app, you know, on your phone and it has, um, you know, I think the first year is free and then the second year they get you. But like, it's, I, I find it to be valuable um, because you can just, there's these 10 minute daily meditations. They, they, you know, they're guided. So she walks you through it. Um, I followed Tamara. Um, I forgot her last name right now. But anyway, uh, Tamara on there, there's only a couple, she's the only woman on there. She's the daily. Um, the daily meditation uh, for the day and she just walks through different topics and it also ties to like, you know, calendars. Like if it's 
Um, if it's, you know, National Wellness Month, they're talking about different topics like that, or they talk about like, you know, how to motivate yourself or when to give yourself some grace. And, you know, that these are 10 minute meditations. If I did that in the morning, I feel good. It's some deep breathing. I just, you know, it calms the body, relaxes the parasympathetic nervous system for me. And I just, I think I just go about my day better than rather than reacting, rather than being that guy yep. in the corner, right? With my yep. arms, you know, I think about what do I really want to do today? Cause I've, I've calmed my mind down. Um, I mean, it's best to do those. They say that the best time to do it is 10 minutes, like when you immediately wake up, just start meditating, doing that deep breathing. I can't do that because, you know, especially on the weekdays with my children and getting them off to school. I just, I don't, I'm not disciplined it's enough. Not a, the morning is not a calm time. Yeah, but, once yeah. I, but once I drop them off and I come home, the ideal thing would be come home, get some meditation in, um, do some movement and then eat a healthy breakfast. So those are three things that I like to do. Okay. No, and I think that those are all really good things. And I think some of my non-negotiables are very similar to to yours. And one of those being try to get that movement in. I know that typically if I don't get my movement in like first thing, that it's going to, um, it like won't happen for the day. And it definitely is something that sometimes, you know, I want to like pick up the phone and like cancel my trainer. But that to me has been actually a thing I had been working out with this girl for a couple of years now. And like the one, you know, aside from my family, you know, that's like something that's been super consistent in my life that I really try that I don't cancel. Right. Um, so I would say, yes, working out um, and getting like various like appointments and things like done out of the day. And the other piece too, that I'm starting to, to, to realize as I've picked up additional clients and other you know, job related, you know, items, um, volunteering and, you know, and, and such is that my mornings are becoming times that I actually like need to utilize. However, I find that my best, my, my most purposeful and my most um, engaged like work actually happens like we're actually recording it's 6 30 in, in in chicago um like at, at this time right from like one to you know later you know early evening is like when i find that my i'm i'm ready to go i'm my flow is is, is moving um you know anyway so i think you know finding those those non-negotiable pieces into your morning um mm-hmm. you know i'm not a big breakfast person but my nutritionist that i've been working with is very much encouraging me to making sure that i have that i feel like the food while i try to eat healthy the food that i do consume is like the last thing on my list before you know making sure that I'm dressed, making sure that I get where I need to go, making sure I, you know, get to my workout or my appointments, get to the grocery store. And like, I will take care of all of those things before I put an ounce of food in my body, which is not the greatest, you know, fuel, Mm -hmm. you know, to get me going. But we've talked about, you know, the spontaneity, the spontaneity of ourselves and, you know, the flexibility since we lost that more corporate schedule we still have to figure out how to achieve our goals and get our work done for our clients and, you know, and feeling like we are making it through the day accomplished. So one of the things actually, I'm trying to do some more networking uh, and, you know, kind of figuring out how to grow my sales and marketing business and where I excel within that business, right? There's a lot of things that I feel like I do some things I think of that I do much 
um, much better than others. And what we've talked about, and you know what I what Denise and I consistently talk about is how do we how do we grow our own personal business when nobody is paying us to and it's not just a financial thing, right? But nobody is saying, hey, you've got to like put a, you know, put yourself out on social media. And if you do this, you know, good things will come, you know, good things will come. Nobody is saying that. So we tend to go, we tend to gravitate towards the work that we have to get done, right? And not necessarily those things that are reacting, know. reacting. Yeah. Versus planning, right? And I mean, yeah, yeah. that's something, if I was last in, like, kind of in the virtual school year, like 2020, 2021, I, I was, I felt this more intensely than I do now because the kids were home, I, they were going to school at home, it was nuts. And I was still trying to, like, you know, do my coaching and, and all sorts of things. And so, yeah, so I, I find that, like, if I put together a little plan, like, I bought this little, like, it was a Kohl's in the, like, I don't know what, the Amazon return aisle, and I was standing there, and it was just, like, a daily count, it was just an easy, like, daily, ca- it's a notepad that had a daily calendar, and I keep my calendar, and I'll look into my phone, but I would sit down the night before, and if I made the intention to write it down, like, exactly how the day was going to go, schedule and wake up, get ready, kids to school, lunch packing, uh, movement, gym, whatever, meditation, if I, if I actually wrote it all out, and, um, it would really and you were able to cross it out? Yeah, the day would go well. And even like things don't forget, like reminders, call this doctor, like, you know, schedule this for the PTA or whatever it is. And I had that all written down. I found that I was much more productive and efficient than if I hadn't. Um, yep. But being an Aquarius uh, that we both are, that's not natural. It's not part of our DNA. No. Um, it works. I feel like works, I... Yeah. No, and I feel like I start things like that, right? I feel like I start, oh, I'm going to write mm-hmm. things down. I bought a new notebook. I bought beautiful pens. I love pens. I love school supplies. You know, I love like, you know, office mm-hmm. supplies and everything is so digital now, but I still love having, you know, cute pens. But I feel I feel that same way that if I write everything down, I invested in like a project management tool for my clients. And as long as I can... But you still have to utilize those things. So I wonder if there's like a little challenge that we could put together for ourselves over the next, I don't know, 30 days. So that's two more podcasts that we could report back that we have put in a few, you know, when we could put this out on social media and, you know, people can, you know, hold us accountable. I'm trying to do that on my my food is like where I'm kind of like checking in and putting together like a schedule for ourselves, right? Like I'm going to check in with our audience, say, twice a week. And I'm going to say, I have held myself accountable for X, Y, Z, negotiable, non-negotiable items every single day. And now I, and, and, you know, it's kind of like, you know, making it a habit, right. And really sticking to it. And I'm wondering if we will feel a little bit more vital and, you know, and, and feeling more purposeful, like that we're getting things done in our day. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, absolutely. I'll, I'll pick you up on that challenge. I love a good challenge, right? And the accountability. I mean, we talked about, we talked in, in episode one, right? If you listen to the first podcast, it's finding fulfillment and vitality in our lives, right? But um, 
it's also thinking about, you know, how to find purpose in our days or productivity or efficiency in our days, which can be harder, right? Because yep. it's a lot more, it's a lot more granular, right? Um, and so, yeah, I think small wins, like you're talking about, like instilling one habit into your daily routine is a win, right? It's, it's not about perfection. It's about progress, right? Um, and, and absolutely. I mean, I try to tie, I try, I'd like to think that I'm tying the goals of my life or, you know, where I am in my life to the daily activities, right? So if it's important to me, right, there's a couple of things right now that I'm tracking towards, right? Like, of course, being a present and engaged parent. Um, and so, and that just, and that comes with, you know, taking a break from the podcast because my daughter has to, um, you know, be picked up at, at school because she doesn't feel right. well, right? Did I achieve that goal that day by doing that? Yes. Right. You know, it doesn't feel that way because, you know, it doesn't feel that way because you think that you're letting. Did you think that you were letting me down by going and taking care of Ella? Well, probably. I thought, well, this is what I was supposed to accomplish today. Right. right? And now I'm not. But I'm I'm accomplishing the first and probably most important goal goal. is that I'm being an engaged and present parent. And so, you know, it seems the day got disrupted, but that's okay. The plan was disrupted, but that doesn't mean that I didn't actually do something that lined up to my life goals, but it doesn't always feel that way, right? Because we're we're conditioned to think that, you know, productivity means like, you know, things you accomplish, things that you like, um, you know, they can check off a list or that you can see, but, you know, parenting is a you know lifelong journey and it doesn't like end today. It doesn't end in 20 years. Right. Um, and so that's what, you know, I try to give myself a little grace to these small wins. And what I did that day actually was lining up to a goal, right? That's a, a goal, a big goal of mine, you know, being engaged and, and, and being an engaged parent. Right. Another thing is to build my small business, right. My coaching practice, um, Part of that goal is also to engage in this podcast, right? To be able to share that and, and that passion with people and, and that information and, and topics like this. So while I didn't have a direct, my plan didn't go to plan, um, it, to the original plan, it still eventually got done. And, and so I, I recommend, I, I like to share with people that it's not always perfection, it's progress that we should be looking for. Definitely, definitely. And I think, you know, I, as we were kind of doing some research on this topic, you know, to sound more insightful, you know, I, I was, I did a Google search on like, what is my purpose? Like finding my purpose in my day. And Mm -hmm. I came across Tony Robbins and this name actually is, has popped up more recently. Um, I mentioned a woman this morning that I was talking to. She, you know, very much like lives by like a lot of his, his rules my husband was just at a big conference last week and he spoke. And, you know, I think one of the pieces is that we feel like we, we tell ourselves like he, he makes a comment that we tell stories to ourselves about who we are and that could either hold us back or propel us towards fulfillment. Right. So that's a quote from, from him and that we limit our beliefs from that. We're not good enough, that we don't deserve something and it leads to behaviors that we're going to fail, right? That we, that, that, that we're not going to achieve these different, that we're not going to achieve these different pieces. So I think, you know, when we're feeling like we're on this, this Ferris wheel, or we're feeling like our arms are flailing, you know, it's, it's so important. And it was something, you know, that I, 
at the end of kind of towards the end of last week, after we're kind of coming out of this like COVID hole that we were in with my son and then myself and just feeling, you know, whatever under the weather situation was that we were, that was running through our house. I just like, I just kept feeling myself become so much more anxious about all of the things that I had to reschedule and then finding time again to put those back into my calendar. And then once I had to reschedule all of the other things that I was missing out, like that I wasn't, you know, tackling. And by the end of the week, I don't know, it was probably like Wednesday or Thursday. And we talked one of those days and I said, I'm like, I had a good day today. And my good day was that I took care of me because before I could do anything else good in my life. So maybe there, you know what? I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back to my (laughs) non-negotiable. Obviously fitness, but it's, The self-care of myself is a non-negotiable because if I do not take care of the things that are good for Amy, then I just feel like I'm on this wheel, right? A hamster Mm -hmm. wheel, a Ferris wheel, this like, just this constant like whirlwind of, you know, emotions and starts and stops and things that you have to do and things that you have to get done. And I'll jump back to what I was saying is that, I got done with the day and I, I worked out, I got a little bit of work mm-hmm. done and okay. I used like a little bit, you know, I, I'm, I'm, you can't see us, but I'm holding up my fingers with, you know, a little bit of work and I got to the grocery store and it's like, but I took care of me and I kept telling myself, you know what, Amy, your clients are not like coming to your front door saying, Where is my social media for the day? Why is this email not out? And you know what? The email got out. Did it go out a little bit later than it normally does? Absolutely. But did it still have the same impact? Yes. Did people, did people book parking services in Chicago through for my client? Absolutely. Right. So everything was okay. And I just have to keep like reminding myself that, I have to be able to like take this breath and I, you know, the heart was racing, you know, mm-hmm. the whole, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, yeah. the anxiety is like mounting, the breathing, everything. And once I finally said to myself, Amy, everything is okay. You will get it all done. And it's still, I'm still picking up the pieces this week, right? I'm still picking up the pieces from last week or the week before, but it's all getting done. And I will get to a point where I will have zero things on my on on that I have to do in a day and I'll be able to catch up. Right? Right? One day that'll happen. Maybe when you're like sixty, right? Maybe. Maybe. I'll catch up. I mean, I think that's I mean you that always ties back to you, self care. You talked about that in the first episode a lot. Um, when you were talking about how that's important to you. It's, you know, I hate to use this analogy because it's feeling like it's overused. And every time I hear it, I almost want to roll my eyes, but it's true. The oxygen mask, right? You have to put the oxygen mask on for yourself first before you can help others. And so right. you had a, you had a particularly grueling week. And yeah, I think a lot of people are going through this, you know, COVID spiral right now again, unfortunately. And so yep. got to take care of you and, and, and do that. I mean, the best way that I can describe that, or I feel like when it aligns for me and maybe it aligns for you guys out there too, is 
you know, just having a couple of clear goals for yourself. And maybe those are those life goals that we talked about, right? Or the th- ways that you, you know, fulfillment in your life or things that you want to fulfill in your life and then align your day to do that, right? Sure. Um, um, you know, because a lot of that I heard in there for you, right, was, you know, being a good parent, right? Um, you know, working on your business and, and all those things matter to you. So even though you didn't get those done in the time that you wanted to be, um, you changed the plan, you reset, you got it done, right? And one of also your goals is also to have a flexible work schedule, right? Yeah. I mean, yep. you, you and you. Yeah, I mean, exactly. And there's been times when, you know, you we both have reconsidered going back into more full time work, or maybe more corporate work, because it does have an attractiveness to it, right? Yes. Uh, and, and, and and there's some differences there. But, you know, in the end, we've, we've landed on this to be able to be an engaged and conscious parent or engaged parent. And then, but to also have something else is dangling carrot, right? I mean, even though we don't have a specific one, but we like to put one out there because it could be just as easy to not have one, right? Right. Or sign up for the corporate job. Um, and, you know, those have come with different challenges. Of course, I'm not saying anyone's corporate job is easy, but like, that daily motivation is, you know, what we're talking about today is, is different. So, I right. Think. Yep. And, you know, we in, in our in our research and stuff, when we when we discovered that dangling carrot is not a term that we, <laughs> that we came up with. Um, we thought we discovered it, right? I mean, we thought, I mean, you know, we thought that this light, this light bulb moment, oh, my God, dangling carrot, like reaching out. So it's trying the the definition that we that we found is like trying to entice one with the promise of reward. So that could be whatever motivator motivates you, right? So that could be financial. It doesn't always have to be. Um, and it's just you know, right? You're you're putting this carrot. You're giving a dog a cookie. You're giving a kid a cookie. You're giving yourself a cookie. Whatever food will you know? Because I'm not gonna run for a carrot. Sorry. Um, but I will maybe run for um, a piece of chocolate cake. So any, <laughs> um, anyway, so I think we, we, we are going to challenge ourselves over the next 30 days to put together and we're going to put this out to the world in our social or to our hundred people that listen. We're not sure, but whoever, <laughs> listen, whoever, whoever, whoever picks it up. We're going to put it out. We're going to put out our non-negotiable pieces that we would like to accomplish every day. If that's a little bit of self-care and the self-care could mean I'm going to get enough sleep at night. The self-care can mean I'm going to get outside for five minutes. The self-care could be, I'm going to meditate. The self-care could be whatever it it does, whatever like comes to mind when you, when you, the listener thinks about self-care because your definition could be different than mine correct? Sure. Or if you did, I maybe I could say you could frame it this way, you know, out there is that, hey, if I did one thing, if I added one habit, daily habit to my, uh, to my daily routine, and if I did that successfully for, I think, three weeks, I don't know the exact stat, I'd have to look it up. But I think if you instill something in a daily habit, if you do it for three weeks in a row, that it can be, it will become a part of your daily routine. So whether it's flossing or, um, oh, you know, flossing or meditating or adding some movement in, um, if you did that for three weeks consistently or a month, let's give it a month and just be be safe than sorry on the time limit. 
you know, can you, in, in, you know, add that to your day? And what would that look like for you, Amy? What's the, like, I know we'll write it up, but what's the one thing, let's just think one thing, if you added to your daily routine in the next 30 days, you'd feel good about? I think if I added one thing would be putting myself out to my community. So the self-care is huge. But I think one of the big pieces for me, and we'll, we'll talk about that in a business goal, right? So a, one of my goals for business is to be able to build a community. And it could be a community around midlife at the mailbox. It could be a community around A2. I'm still kind of like working out those little details. It could be a community on my, my food, on my, you know, on my, on my Instagram and just showing what I'm doing because in, in building that community, I'm also checking other things off the list. So I think the building the community becomes like this, like the hierarchy piece. And if by building a community, I talk about myself and like my journey of what I'm going through and how I maybe add five minutes of meditation to my day, right? And what does that do for my mental state, going to work out, all of all of those different pieces. I think that things would start to come, things will start to feel like they're coming together. However, okay. Okay. I, and I, and I will say, right. And then I want to hear, I want to hear yours. What is going to, what is, what comes up in the next two weeks, right. That is going to put this into a stumbling block. Yeah. We have Memorial day. We booked a vacation. So I have to figure out, right? Like, but I have to figure out how to continue because if we go, we're, we haven't told Caleb yet, but we booked a, uh, mm-hmm. we're going to go down to Disneyland or Disney Spoiler World. Alert, Caleb. Spoiler alert. Right. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Don't listen to this podcast until we tell you, but we just booked a last minute trip at the beginning of June to Disney. And we've never done this trip before. My husband was not born, born here. So he never really, he never had this, the true like quintessential like child um. experience of going to Disney. So he was just like, we're going to go do this. And then we will take our own like, you know, romantic trip at some other point. But I think that that would be really fun to, you know, to go sweat in Disney at the beginning of June. So um, we're going to do that. So Disney, I'm not going to be able to eat healthy in Disney. There's, there's nothing healthy. Maybe there is. So tell me if there's healthy things at Disney, you know, whoever has been there. Um, But Denise, what, what are your, what do you think would be one thing that you could do and then the kids are out of school, right? So that throws a whole other wrench. So this will be a very yeah. fun experience <laughs> over the next 30 days. That'll be a good exercise in trying to get progress, not perfection, right? I think I Correct. said that. And, you know, and also something I, when I worked in sales uh, operations years ago at a company uh, called VeriSign, there was a senior sales VP and he always said, you can always change a plan, but you can never change an unplanned. And... That stuck with me to this day. Paul Scott, I think I've quoted you on this for so long. He's long retired now, but it was a great quote that I don't even know if he knows the fact to me, but it's true. And I, I tell I share this with my coaching candidates a lot because it's okay if your plan doesn't work every day. But if you, yeah. if you, you know, it's 28 days out of 30, you, you ate clean and, and did what you, you know, or added five minutes of meditation. I think that's a win. Um, yeah. so I wouldn't beat myself up on that. For me, uh, my goal, my challenge and myself is I'm going to, I'd like to add back in a gratitude journal. That's something I do at the beginning of the day and the end of the day. I used to do it a little bit more last year and beginning of the day and end of the day. It's a quick 
five or ten dollar buy on Amazon and it's just up these prompts. It's the same question almost every day. And it's great because you sit especially at the end of the day, you sit back and it helps with the like feeling accomplished or feeling like you had a purpose in your day. I've gotten away from that. And but that's also a non-negotiable that Callie Calabrese taught me. So thanks, Callie. So uh, and, okay, wait, talk to me a little bit about this gratitude journal. So yeah. you say that there's a prompt for those that are I'm not I am not familiar. So I would assume others may not be familiar. So within a gratitude journal, you said that prompts are often very similar. So what yeah. would what would be an example of a prompt? Sure, I'm, I've got it open right now. You can't see it, of course. But it'll just say, this is one page. It says, today I'm grateful for. And you would do this in the morning. So you'd maybe write two or three things. Um, and then the next prompt is, how will I make today awesome? Uh, and write a couple things okay. there. Um, positive affirmations, right? Things like, you know, I'm... Uh, you know, I'm going to. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And what's yeah, that quote? Gonna... Gosh darn, people like me. I don't. What movie right, was that right. from? Yeah, um, I forgot. <laughs> I forget. <laughs> um, but anyways, these you know the positive affirmations. Then there's like a quote in between. Um, and then you know, then at, that's the beginning of the day. Then the end of the day, you're supposed to answer these three prompts, like little things that made my day. Right, thinking about what makes your okay. like, thing, even just the smallest things, like. For example, like um, something from the past and just turning to any day. I was, used to, I was doing this in the fall a lot. Um, and I, I talked about, you know, uh, grocery shopping and car ride with Chris. Um, that was fun. Or supporting friends and family. or um, And, you know, just doing that kind of stuff. So, okay. Um, that, and then learning from today, something I learned today. And, and then the last thing was goals, plans for tomorrow. And then I have these three little happy face, kind of neutral face and a sad face and kind of seeing how you feel by the end of the day. So I think this costs like somewhere between five and $10 on Amazon. It lasts you for quite a while. I think there's a hundred pages in here. So it lasts a okay. hundred days or so. I've gotten away from doing this for a super long time. Yeah. My last entry was December, uh, sorry, January 12th of 2022, but it is a good exercise. I do like doing it, especially the nighttime. The morning, I don't always get into it. But if I add my gratitude journal back in, it takes a couple minutes of your morning and a couple minutes of your evening. I always feel a little bit better. I sleep a little bit better when I do this. So we'll oh, put the link there if you want. If you put yeah, the link we'll, we'll link to we'll link to a gratitude journal. You know, help us to, uh, you know, help us to. I don't know the few doubt whatever. I've. I don't even know if we like earn anything from Amazon, but we'll we'll link it. We'll link it down there. Yeah, gratitude is a powerful feeling. Um, and I think that you know, kind of tying back to what you were saying earlier too about um, your thoughts. You know, your your thoughts control your emotions, and your emotions control your actions, right? So it's kind of all a downward spiral. Spiral. So if your thoughts are negative, it affects your. Sorry, if your thoughts are negative, it could it makes you feel negative, right? Your emotions right. can become negative, and then your actions turn into negative, right? You snap at a spouse. You maybe accidentally. Um, you know, cut off off somebody like driving or like, you know, whatever it is, right? You're passive aggressive for whatever reason. Um, and so trying to instill more gratitude because there are, you know, bad things that can happen in the day, but there's also probably a hundred other great things that maybe you didn't even think about because it was just like a, it just passed you by. So, yeah, I think that's, I think that that's good. I think that could be a good. I think that that could be a good addition. I'm wondering, I used to keep a journal and I feel like that would be the same thing. Like you start and you stop, right? So you're good up until a time when you feel like you need to be writing things down and then, you know, something stalls and then you don't get back to it. But I do, yeah. I think 
let's fill up those 100 pages. You know, that's an almost, a, that's a, <laughs> almost a four month goal. Yeah, I need to get back to it. So gratitude journal is something. I gratitude like. journal. So I think one of the other quotes that we had pulled out from, um, from Tony Robbins was, there's one word that will give you happiness. One, you'll remember it as long as you live. Progress. Progress equals happiness. Achieving goals does not equal happiness. So if you're asking yourself, what is my purpose? What you're really asking for is progress. And building, that's very, that's very insightful. I think Mm -hmm. it kind of taught, I mean, it's definitely what we've been talking about, that the little things, right, you know, start to add up to meet to meeting these, these goals of yourself, right, that make you feel happy, you know, and then once I feel like you feel like you are the person that's working on yourself to achieve that happiness, then I feel like then maybe you could start to feel that vitality in your life that we've, that we've, that we've discussed, right? And Denise and I are, are, are still, we are still works in progress. So, but I do (laughs) think that over the years, if any of you knew me, know me, or, you know, if I, if I told you about Amy of what time, year was my son born? 2011. The Amy of 2011 is a completely different person than the Amy of 2022. I have spent a long time trying to build on this progress that, you know, to get it to equal happiness. I hadn't heard of that quote prior to us doing this research, and I think it's really I think it's really great. Um, I, I love that quote. Yeah, I'll probably steal that for something. Uh, yeah, I feel like we'll, uh, we'll definitely use that. And yeah, I um, think it also ties back to, you know, a lot of what we were talking in that first episode about vitality and, and Dr. Boardman's um, discussions about that, too. We had to get in Dr. Boardman. It was all of the podcast. Of course, without a mention. Dr. Boardman's groupies. If you haven't, if you missed the first three episodes, there's a great book out there, Everyday Vitality by Dr. Samantha Boardman. Check her out. We don't want to bore everyone again, but, you know, talking about that, you know, progress and evolution, right? We're constantly evolving. And and I love that. I mean, why not? I mean, if I was the same person at 22, it'd be a lot different than what I am today, 44. Yep. And you had made a note, I'm looking back at our kind of our, our, our notes, you had made a note about, um, I mentioned Franklin Covey in the mm-hmm. whirlwind, right? And you had made a note about one of your favorite books, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Mm-hmm. Um, and it helped get you through a difficult time in your 20s. And those principles are great when trying to install a new daily habit or routine. So yeah. do you want to speak to that a little bit? Yeah, I think it ties back to the like, yeah, I mean, there was a time in my 20s, it was just, yeah, it was difficult. I was trying to kind of find where I was going to go it was before I was going to get my master's degree. It was, you know, we were newly married, not newly wed, my husband and I, but, you know, I was trying to figure out, yeah, like, we were living in this new area. And I, you know, we were living in Northern California. And I was, yeah, just trying to make sense of it all. It was kind of a first for me. And so I read this book, you know, it was very popular. It sold hundreds of millions of copies. I think it's translated in you know, 30 plus languages. But the one habit that always sticks out for me, and I also work this into my coaching sometimes too with my candidates, is talking about 
you know, beginning with the end in mind. And I think that that still ties back to what I'm, what I was, what I was helpful for me is when I think about my life goals or like, you know, what I'm driving towards right now, whether it's, you know, like sure. being an engaged and conscious parent or, you know, trying to be a solopreneur, or build a business, um, share content with the world like I'm doing here on this podcast or, you know, do more self-help is that what's the, what's the end goal, right? So if, if the end goal is being an, an engaged and conscious parent and wife, then, you know, then I was, I'm achieving that goal by picking up my daughter, even though I'm not doing the podcast, because that's the priority, right? Or, right. you know, going helping, you know, my husband or my parents with something, because that'll make me an engaged daughter or family member or confidant. So, you know, it's always thinking about beginning with that end in mind, right? In the end, what sure. do I want to be? So, um, you know, so yeah, and I think a- that that definitely ties in with our, our personal challenge. And anybody else that wants to come along with us on this challenge mm-hmm. is that begin with the end in mind. So by 30 days, <laughs> we hope to feel X, right? So within 30 days, I hope to feel X, Y, Z, whatever it might be from tackling these these progressive steps forward mm-hmm. of things that we're going to try to stick to, um, you know, at least let's say what 80% of our month, would you say? What would yeah. be a good, yeah, a good, I feel like that's a good benchmark. Um, yeah, I mean, more days than not. If you can do that. More days than not, yes. Yes. My nutritionist will tell me, and I don't totally believe her, but she tells <laughs> me that like if I eat healthy five days out of the seven, but then yeah. on day six and seven, I eat, you know, so much so many calories it negates all of the stuff that i did earlier in the week and you know what i really hated hearing that because i like my weekends to be not cheat but you're running from a to b right like i want to be able to like let loose a little bit you know because by friday i don't really want to cook anymore i don't want to cook you know i mean i love cooking i love cooking eat my aa eat my aa Instagram, eats my AA, follow me. I make beautiful, delicious things, but they're not complicated. But you know what comes along with cooking? You got to clean up. You got to like plan. It's just, it's a whole lot of things. And, you know, then I have to have this goal of mine that I have to go to the grocery store. So Amy, fuck up Buttercup, stop whining and just do your cooking because your 137 followers on Instagram really enjoy seeing your food. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Small wins, small wins, small wins, small wins. Small wins. Okay, so we, um, I feel like we have really, you know, given our listeners something to think about, um, and I think with that, we're going to end our episode four. Um, and, you know, we'll say that's a wrap. And we hope that this was an insightful episode of Midlife at the Mailbox. And uh, we hope to see you back out here in two weeks for another fun and information filled episode. We actually have not come up with a topic. So it's just going to be a surprise as to what we're going to talk about in a couple of weeks. It might be from Disney World. I'm, I, I, I may say that, like, I may be on the the teacups is that a ride that still exists or <laughs> yes well, I, land. I don't know i don't know um yes 
And we're, yeah, and we're going to be checking out, we're going to be adding show notes in here in the future um, for links and community conversations. So things like the Gratitude Journal or Dr. Samantha Boardman's book and, you know, hoping to have more conversations. So if you have any ideas, you know, we're also going to be adding some guests, some guests to the mix. Um, some people have messaged us wanting to, to join the conversation at the mailbox. So uh, please join us on Facebook as well. We're at Midlife at the Mailbox uh, and send us a direct message. We'd love to hear from you, our listeners and Good luck with your challenge and yeah, focus on small wins and, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you talk to you guys in two weeks. Thanks everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.